from John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light, the true light which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O oh Christ. You may be seated. <clears throat> I love Christmas Day. There's not a lot of worship services where I can wear this kind of sweater. <laughs> and I'm really excited that I get to do that with you all this morning. When I was a kid, Christmas Day was always my favorite. And not just because the morning was when we opened most of our presents, although that may have had something to do with my love for Christmas Day. But Christmas Day just felt more natural in our family. Christmas Eve was always busy. We would visit with extended family, there would be a big dinner, we'd often be dressed all fancy. For some reason, I was always putting on Christmas skits for my family on Christmas Eve, or forcing them to listen to me play Go Tell It on the Mountain on the piano. And to this day, I wonder if these impromptu Christmas performances were ever actually good or enjoyable. I've asked my parents about them a few months ago, and neither my dad or my mom seemed to remember my skits or songs. There was sort of a general, ah, yeah, I guess that sounds, I think I remember that. I wonder if they blocked them out. But compared to the social and production busyness of Christmas Eve, Christmas Day was simple. It was quiet. We mostly spent it just with our immediate family. We might see my grandma. But the day involved lots of candy and presents and staying in our pajamas. For me as a child, Christmas Day just felt more joyful and relaxing after the busyness and stress of Christmas Eve. And now, as a grown-up, I still love Christmas Day. I love pajamas and gifts and getting to spend time with family. And as I grew up, our traditions began to change quickly. There were changing relationships in our families, which meant figuring out which parent we would spend which day with, my sisters and I started moving out and living on our own, and so we were traveling to all these different events. And even in all of that, somehow Christmas Day, we found some space to sit in our pajamas and open presents together. And even when I was living in Minnesota in seminary, I still flew home for Christmas. And then I went on internship. And on my internship in Nevada, I was at a very large Lutheran church in Las Vegas, and they had five Christmas Eve services and a Christmas Day service, so there was no way I was flying home for Christmas to see my parents and sisters. And that was the first Christmas in my entire life that I had spent away from family. And not only was it an incredibly busy two days, but I felt myself missing that joy and relaxation of Christmas Day. My internship, my internship church had that, that, Sunday, or that Christmas Day service 
at 10 o'clock, so we got to sleep in a little bit. And I didn't really have to even do anything for it, but I just had to be there, because that's what they do to the intern. The intern has to be at every service, no matter what. And I really wasn't looking forward to it. I was exhausted after five worship services. The last Christmas Eve service they had starts at 9 p.m. And so it was getting home at about 11 and waking up knowing that we had one more to do. I was exhausted and burnt out. And let's be honest, I was a little done with Christmas. But my husband Greg and I started our own tradition that year. We woke up with just enough time to open our stockings quickly in our pajamas, and then we hurriedly got ready to go to church. I don't remember what the sermon was that day, but the service was much smaller than any of the services on Christmas Eve. It felt centering, after all that busyness, to be reminded again that this birth we celebrate isn't just for members of the church I serve, but that Jesus' birth is for me too. It reminded me of the love that we're given and the joy we celebrate this day. And there was still plenty of time for pajamas and gifts and food afterwards. And so as we create space in our busy holiday schedules for worship, as we sing for joy at the birth of our Lord and wonder at how many people can hear us in our small gathering, we center ourselves on Jesus. And today we do that without angels or shepherds. There are no kings or magi in our readings this morning. No Mary or Joseph or even a manger. The Gospel of John's nativity scene is one of words, of relationship. John's Christmas is focused on the Word, on God's Word, on Jesus, the Word made flesh, who has always been divine, and who has always been bringing light into this world, and who comes to this world in order to save it. John's Gospel might feel impersonal after we spent so much time with Matthew and Luke on Christmas Eve, those other Gospels have Christmas stories that fit better into our narrative imaginations. They fit better into our manger. But John's Gospel is actually incredibly personal, because in his focus on Jesus as the Word, John is also focusing on Jesus as the one who brings us into relationship with God. And honestly, that's a relationship I really need reminding of on the stressful day like today. After all the busyness, after all the family, after all the events, I need that moment of silence, that moment of peace. There's a lot of chaos in the Christmas season. It can be easy to lose ourselves in it. I find myself getting stressed out and feeling overwhelmed. I threw my keys away into my recycling bin last night. I found them, they're okay. <laughs> We get hung up on the traditions we have had before and may find ourselves hurting when those traditions have to change. We struggle to recognize what it is that we're celebrating today. And maybe you're celebrating, you're struggling to celebrate at all. Maybe today these words from John, we have seen his glory, fall a little flat for you. But when John says this, John isn't talking about a bright, shining power or honor or splendor. It's not talking about big, obvious miracles like a star in the sky or angels singing like we see in the other Gospels. In the Gospel of John, glory really means presence or experience. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his presence. The experience as of a father's only son, a presence full of grace and truth. This word, this Jesus, came to live among us, to live with us, to experience life with us in order to bring us into relationship. 
Because even in God's incredible love, it's truly in the incarnation, in this word made flesh, in this divine birth, that God comes to experience life with us. And it's in this relationship that Jesus makes us children of God, it's in this experience that God makes us God's own. Because as God's son, Jesus adopts us into God's family. We don't just witness the light of Jesus' love and mercy in our lives. We experience Jesus. We experience God's word given to us for the forgiveness of our sins to bring us love and mercy and hope. This Savior, this Jesus, this word is full of grace and truth. And as we hear the word told to us, we are being made into something new. It's this new life that we are given by Jesus, by the Son of God, by the word made flesh in the birth of this Savior. And so today we celebrate. We celebrate because of the joy we have been given because of the Son we have been given, because of the Word we have been given. We celebrate because the Word became flesh and lived among us in our Lord Jesus Christ, and we have seen His glory. We have seen His presence in the love and mercy we have been given. And this love and mercy is not just for us, but for the world. This world that came into being through Him, so that we might bring this Word to others, so that as children of God, we too might testify to the light of Christ through our lives and our relationships. So as we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, we might find joy and peace together on this Christmas day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.